0: It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You want to know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up, because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother****** started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. What's up? It's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode. And today we're going to talk about Bodies, which is on Netflix. So the funny thing about this is I almost let this one slip out for the year because I noticed this when I was watching Sky Network and it was on a commercial and it immediately intrigued me for some reason. Um, Plus the main villain if you want to call him that elias manix is stephen graham who i'm a fan of since uh, boardwalk empire i mean i think he's an excellent actor and he was on the trailer so i was like oh this is intriguing it was an interesting concept and i was in you know and so when i started to watch this <laughs> what i got i couldn't begin to imagine it was just so crazy um so the premise is um, bodies it's a limited series on netflix in which four detectives and four different timelines all investigate the same murder and It reminded me of my book Between Wives, so if you've read my book Between Wives, you know that it's really kind of a mystery that you're trying to figure out throughout the book, trying to figure out what's going on, and I finally understood what people felt when they were reading my book. They used to text me and say, what the hell is going on? This is literally how I felt watching this series i mean it was just remarkable from beginning to end it kept you on edge it kept you in the edge of your seat trying to figure out what's going on now there were certain things that i did figure out throughout the story but there were some things that just caught me totally off guard which is very hard for a person like me who watches movies and tv shows all day so we're going to talk about the show i'll give you a quick recap well i'll say quick recap but it is a <laughs> very long-winded recap because it's going to be kind of hard for to understand what this is about i can't just give you a quick recap because there's just so much that goes into this so um you know strap in let's see if you can keep up with me so in 2023 There is a power surge that disrupts the lights in the area. Detective Sahara Hassan chases an armed teenager into an alley on Long Harvest Lane in Whitechapel, which is where the movie takes place in all timelines, and discovers a naked dead body with a shot in the eye with no bullet and a tattoo on his wrist. After coming across the teenager once more, he tells her she was meant to find the body and says know you are loved before committing suicide so that's going to come up here a lot in this story in 1941 detective whiteman a corrupt officer is working for a mysterious organization who orders him to retrieve the body of the same man from long harvest lane they end each call with "No, you are loved." Again, like I said, that's going to keep coming up. With the news of corruption in the department, another detective follows him, but before he can expose Whiteman or get his cut of things, he's killed by World War II German bombing. Whiteman escapes and is later put in charge of investigating the gun victim and the other detective's death. The secret organization commands him to close the investigation. In 1890, Detective Hillinghead is on Long Harvest Lane when the same body is discovered after retrieving photographs taken by a local journalist, Henry Ashe, whom he arrests for gross indecency after discovering his homosexuality. In one of the photos he retrieves, he's warned by the coroner to burn the investigation after discovering a reflection of a possible witness being Sir Julian Harker, and it will be more on him in a minute. In 2053, Detective Iris Maplewood discovers the naked body as well, and she initially calls it in as a murder, but unlike the other detectives, her corpse is still alive. Now, from there, that's pretty much setting the premise, and from there we go back and forth between timelines as each detective gets caught up with the investigation of their respective corpse, and it's so full of twists and storylines that I, I can't even give each one justice on this recap. But to sum it up, everything that's happening is due to Elias Mannix, a.k.a. Sir Julian Harker. Elias, after setting off a nuclear explosion in 2023, uh, is the leader rebuilding the world based on the whole know you are love phrase. After a youth of being rejected, he wants to make sure that no one doesn't feel loved and creates this cult like following, which is kind of crazy the dead body is gabriel defoe who has invented time travel and built this machine called the throat kind of crazy name for a time machine but anyways elias knowing his future from his older self looks to go back in time to 1890 to ensure that he is born and he is his own great great grandfather or is it great 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 grandfather i can't recall right off the top of my head but basically he's his own If without him going back, he doesn't exist. Uh, Maplewood is following orders leading Elias to Hassan and her team of so-called terrorists or the ones who are trying to prevent Elias from going back in time. And she is on, she is the one who basically shot Defoe as soon as he tried to go back in time, which is why his body appears in four different timelines with no bullets because the machine only sends flesh back a la Terminator. So nobody could find the bullet that actually shot this guy in either of their timelines because it remained back in 2053. Um, after arriving in 1890, Elias meets the mother of Sir Julian Harker and promises to make her rich as her son is dead. So he gets there, her son is dead, and he basically just slides in and takes the place of the dead son. The mom agrees to the ruse, and Elias officially becomes Sir Julian Harker. He marries Hillinghead's daughter, Polly, after her father is arrested and killed for framed murders. In nineteen forty one, we found out that Hillinghead's daughter Polly is also Whiteman's boss, basically the secret organization who he's working for. After Esther, an eleven year old girl, tries to extort Whiteman, saying she knows about his involvement with the dead body. Polly orders for the girl to be killed. Whiteman refuses and tries to hide her in his home, but a German bombing forces them to go to a bomb shelter. A male who was following them also gets in the shelter, along with Polly, disguises as an elder, elderly lady, and while in the shelter, she offers Esther some candy, which Whiteman and the male fight it out as well in a secluded area, with Whiteman killing the male. The bombing ceased, and he returns to find Esther dead. Upset, he eventually kills both Polly and Sir Julian out of vengeance, but not before Julian has recorded all the records he needed for his younger self. All right. Keep up with me. I'm still going here. <laughs> uh, in 2023, Hassan is investigating a young Elias as he's a suspect in a murder of not only the teenager she was chasing at the beginning of the show, but also the naked body, who we find out, of course, later that is Defoe. She's been told she's the one that makes him decide on the nuclear bomb by Elias's father. After a showdown between all of them, Elias' father is killed, but he doesn't pull the trigger on the discovered bomb. Hassan, thinking things are over, wanted to bring Elias to see his mother as Elias was looking for someone to love him. His mother won't even see him, and Elias escapes setting off the bomb by calling a mobile number given to him by his father before he died. And things are basically all going towards the plan. Now we fast forward to 2053 where a regretful Maplewood figures out there will be a fifth body appearing 4 days from now and it does so Defoe appears um a few days later and they are able to revive him this time with the technology and everything that they have uh Hassan, Maplewood and Defoe decide the key is to go back in time to warn Hillinghead about Elias hoping to play on Elias's regret which M- Maplewood does so she goes back in time Killinghead still dies, but not before talking to Elias, revealing he knows everything. The guilt eats at him, and eventually he confesses to Polly that he had her father killed. So there's a lot to go into this, trust me. <laughs> um unlike before the first timeline they grew up in a loveless marriage which changes things causing elias to record one more record one which he expresses the guilt for all that he's done he gives the record to whiteman just before whiteman kills him and whiteman hides the record at a local pub before he's gunned down himself which again was a difference of the future change because he the initially time line he was hung for his crimes but this one he gets into a shootout with the police so there you go 2053, Hassan locates a marking of Whiteman and decides to go back to 2023 to find out if she can see what Whiteman left. She finds the record and calls her younger self and plays the record for Elias. After struggling with his thoughts, Elias rips the number up, preventing the bombing. Both old Hassan and young Elias disappear, and Elias is never born, and the older Hassan doesn't go through the tragedy of losing her son. So, did that confuse you? Because I know it confused the hell out of me. So, that's kind of the gist of everything that happened. And the funny thing about it is, I'm not touching even on a third of all the stuff that happened in the show. This was just kind of giving you the overview of the storyline. And it's kind of hard to really give it without going through in more in-depth detail. But if I did that, it'd probably be an hour-long podcast. So, let's go ahead and jump into the likes and dislikes so here's the thing this was masterful writing okay i was on the edge in every episode and i'm a type of person who likes to figure out what's going on and i'll admit some of these things did keep me guessing i think the biggest one that caught me off guard was the poly revelation And, you know, I knew the older lady. So that's so basically setting up the scene. It's 1941. Um, There's a bombing going on. They're trying to get into the bombing shelter. And there was this older lady that uh, Whiteman lit in the shelter. She was about to get locked out, but she didn't. So, and I kind of figured, I said, that's the woman he's working for. Because he really didn't know who the hell he was working for. And I said, I bet you that's the woman that he was working for. And I know she was there to basically kill um, Esther. But the revelation that it was Polly just threw me off guard. Because she opens up the locket that we've seen earlier in the show. And I was like, whoa. So that one kind of caught me off guard. Um, I figured out the whole Elias and Julian connection rather early. But like I said, this was still masterful writing from beginning to end i mean to really just keep you on the edge of your seat after each episode it was just brilliant and i also like spending time in each of the timelines so the funny thing about it is normally in a show like this where you go into multiple places there's normally a like a timeline that maybe i don't really care for that storyline but i was intrigued by all of them and i was legit sad when this ended because i wanted more of these worlds um the know you are love lighting up at the building at the background at the conclusion of the episode and maplewood driving the taxi that hassan is riding in in 2023 looks like something that they were trying to set up for a second season but who knows i mean you really can't tell i really don't think this deserves a second season but i'll kind of talk about that here in a little bit but each story was perfectly woven you know what i'm saying i mean initially 1941 storyline wasn't doing it for me, but the whole Esther storyline made it my favorite of the four. 1890 was my least favorite only because of the whole homosexuality scene between Hillinghead and Ash just came out of nowhere. Um again, it's still a great timeline and a great story, but I want to talk about that here in a moment, specifically about that situation but it was still essentially a good story but you know it's just i have one problem with that and we'll get on that here in a moment and i liked how they showed all the characters at the end showing that their lives seemingly continued on so initially through the loop that they were trying to stop you know all these people had really tragic endings to their lives with the exception of maplewood we never really got to see her ending other than the fact that she went back to 1890 and if she couldn't walk and she's stuck in jail so i don't know you know i guess that's how it initially ended but because the loop has been broken then everybody goes to their normal lives so i did like that part i mean honestly i could talk about the storyline more and more because it was just so good I mean to connect all these timelines to the murders was thrilling and normally there's a lit down at the end but I enjoyed this from beginning to end I mean this is how you write a crime drama series along with the exceptional acting from all the people involved there wasn't a single character that I was like I could do without and how the 1890 folks were related to those in 2023 was just awesome again it was just this was just perfect storytelling and i think stories like this shows us that they can make great you know stories across the pond i've always been a fan of foreign cinema because you know we live in the u.s and sometimes the cinema is just They just kind of follow the same thing in most storylines, you know, just the same pathway and the same formula and things like that. Whereas sometimes you look overseas and see some of these cinema stories and you're like, okay, you know, this is something different. It kind of um, just just shocks you and surprises you. And I think bodies did that for me. Now, make no mistake, it's. A concept that's been done before with time traveling and things like that and you kind of knew it was going on but it still had me at the edge of my seat trying to figure out everything that's going on how it's working the execution behind it i mean again this was just a masterful story and it's just <laughs> one of the best that i've seen probably all year and it definitely will make my um the best of 2023 list when I record that podcast. So, be on the lookout for that um, you know, towards the end of the year. But this was just remarkable. I am so happy I didn't miss it. I was literally I almost missed it and I would have been a little upset with that. <laughs> so, you know, those are all the things I liked about it. Let's talk about the things I didn't like about it. So, I'm going to jump right in here and talk about the Ash Hellinghead relationship. And I know this is not like the go woke go broke folks think okay the whole you know homosexuality relationship fine i mean i just think it was rushed and you know i would have said that if this was just a straight relationship and so just to kind of give you a background i think this entire thing this entire show happened in let's say one week so we were in 1890 for one week okay Um, I'll even, matter of fact, I'll even give it a month. And you mean to tell me that Hillinghead was ready to sacrifice his life for Ash already. Okay, I mean, so just that quick, he's ready to sacrifice his life, his career, his family, and everything for a guy he met at the most a month ago. So the story was, Julian told him to frame Ash for the dead body. So Julian, again, he's basically the guy who came back in time, and he tells um Hillinghead that you need to set the murder, the naked body murder, you need to blame um, Ash. He, so he basically, Julian is just this rich guy who basically has all the influence in the world, including the police, and all he wanted your boy to do was just put the murder on Ash so they can close the case. But Healing Head decides, no, I'm going to, you know, f- basically take the blame myself. And it just didn't make no sense to me. I mean, I understand that him and Ash had a relationship. But again, this could have only been going on no longer than a month. I think it's less than that. To be honest with you, it's probably about a week. So you mean to tell me you fall in love with somebody for a week and you have you have a daughter and a wife and you sacrifice everything for a guy that you met a week ago so let me put this in perspective i could have a relationship with let's say beyonce all right for a week let's even say a month all right and somebody comes to me and says you need to frame her you know or your life is over beyonce's getting framed i mean i don't care how bad she is how much we connected how much sex we've had and all that it does not matter it is the stupidest thing ever to sacrifice everything for a person that you've only known a little over a week to a month and that was probably the biggest flaw that i had with this story um now if this would have went a years, like if this would have been going on for years I would probably have no issues with it so like The Last of Us when they had the one relationship between the two guys they built that relationship in that one episode and it made sense and it went on for years so i could see that happening in that situation with those characters because it was properly done you can't tell me that this dude as noble as he is with the wife and kid would sit there and sacrifice everything for this guy it just did not make sense to me all right so that's the one flaw of the storyline that I really didn't like because I thought it was very stupid for him to do that. Um, you know, Ash would have been set up and yeah, I would have felt bad about it if I was him. But yeah, I wouldn't have done, sacrificed my wife and child for just a, you know, a side piece. All essentially is what he was. And then another thing that I just really didn't understand. This is just a nitpick to me. And I'm certain the whole Thanos baby theory would have worked. So, Hassan and Defoe were talking like they couldn't break the loop, but in my opinion, it was easy to break. Go back to 2023, put a bullet in Young Eli's head, and we're done. He wasn't supposed to exist anyway. I understand he was a kid, but he wasn't supposed to exist. They broke the timeline, so why not go back, shoot the kid, loop is broken. But I just think they made this a lot harder than it needed to be. Now, maybe... You know, Elias himself knew the future and knew that this wouldn't be the case. But either way, you can go back a week and put it into old Elias's head. Like, go back um, early in 2053 and then put a bullet into old Elias's head. I mean, there's different ways they could have done this without going through this whole process. But then we wouldn't have this marvelous story, so... I'm not going to knock them for it, but you know I have to point it out because that's what I do. That this could have been done a hell of a lot easier than they made it, and I think a just quick bullet to young lies head or a quick bullet to old Lie's head, and the loop is broken. Everybody lives. The 2023 bombing doesn't happen. uh Hassan's child doesn't die. She doesn't become part of this radical group. You know everything could have been fixed with that, but. They determined to go the long way so i'm glad they did because like i said it wouldn't be a show if they didn't um this is probably the best show i've seen in quite some time the acting was superb the storyline was exceptional they do not need to have a season two i know they kind of left it as a there's a possible You know something that they can bring up but i mean what would they do the loop has been broken no need to just let this be great you know what i'm saying the problem with us is as consumers we just want shows that we love to go on forever but reality is they can't this is a show that is an exceptional show on its own they do not need to make another show or another season of this show they just need to leave it alone it was fun it was a great ride it was great acting great everything just leave it be okay do not try to ruin this by trying to make another season it wrapped up everything perfectly there is no need to extend this out anymore But anyways, that's my thoughts. Um, What did you think about it? Was this one of the greatest shows that you've seen this year? I'm sure it has been. Uh, Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And if you want to check out any of my creative work, including my Between Wives books, which I said, like I said, it is like literally like this, trying to figure out what's going on. You can hit me up at www.enigmakid.com. That's www.enigmakid.com. It's your boy Enigma signing off oh before i go before i sign off so i'm gonna have a blue beetle review um next week and that'll be the end of my reviews for 2023 um the last two episodes i hope to put out are episodes that will discuss the best and worst of 2023 so it'll be one to be the worst list and the other one will be the best list i hope to have those out before the year's end and then on to 2024 so we'll see what happens from there there's a lot of shows i'm watching now that'll probably be um part of the 2024 release we also have things coming back like house of the dragon and all these other great movies and things coming out and you know as long as they're out there i'm going to continue to review them and um i'm also having forgotten about past and present i know that i'm supposed to be doing a lot more of those i actually have a recorded one for minister society that'll be moved to 2024 though so you'll hear that, one. that'll probably be the first episode of the year um just to kind of go back to that old formula and i am going to do a billions uh ranking a season ranking episode as well so i'm gonna break all that down so a lot of the old stuff that i started off with i am going to continue with it will come back trust me um it's just when you have so many things that you're watching that you need to let the public know about um like this blue beetle movie i actually watched this like over a month ago and actually recorded this over a month ago but i just keep pushing it back because of other things coming in such as this Phenomenal Series bodies But you will hear Blue Beetle uh, Next week I promise you on that Alright It's your boy Enigma signing off For real this time Deuces Deuces